Well, hello there, Conrad. Are you ready? Hmm, let's do a check. Do you have your drink? I hear warm milk does wonders. Do you have a fresh nappy? And your favorite stuffy? Is your mom sorted? Parents are tricky. It's tough keeping an eye on them sometimes. Okay, <clears throat> I think I'm ready too. I have a warm fire behind me, a cup of tea nearby, and two sleeping dogs at my feet. So, before the dogs wake up or you fall asleep, let's meet Kalulu and the leopard. Kalulu and the leopard. Chapter 1 from Where the Leopard Passes. Black and tawny as a shadow underneath the sunlit tree, the leopardess sprawled, lazily grooming herself as she chatted to the wife of Kalulu the rabbit. My husband is the bravest of all the animals, she said proudly, and by far the most handsome. He certainly is handsome, agreed rabbit's wife, but... She added, my husband is the cleverest. Mine is clever too, countered the leopardess with some asperity. She knew quite well that Inyalugwe the leopard was not clever, but she was not going to make such an admission to Kalulu's wife. And he is so skillful, she went on. Kalulu can't make jungle tracks like Inyalugwe, and he is strong. Hmm, Kalulu isn't very strong, the rabbit's wife admitted. Just brave, clever, and handsome. Oh, handsome? My dear, with those ears. The leopardess opened her eyes wide with surprise and looked at the rabbit's wife, as if she could not really have meant what she said. I think so, said Kululu's wife defiantly. Well, there's no accounting for tastes. I'm afraid I don't admire long ears and plain coats myself. The leopardess glanced carelessly at her own lovely markings as she spoke, then rose slowly to her feet, stretched, and said she must be going. Inyalugwe, her husband, had been away in search of corn and she wished to be at home to welcome him on his return. The leopardess left and shortly after, Kalulu, the rabbit, came back from a morning visit to Njobvu, the elephant, and his wife told him of the leopardess and all that she had said. Hmm, Inyalugwe certainly is strong and handsome, Kalulu agreed. And certainly he is not clever, nor is he kind, for he likes to frighten the smaller animals. I wonder if he really is brave. I think I'll try and find out. A mischievous glint came into Kululu's eye as he grinned at his wife and thoughtfully stroked a whisker. Then, hmm, have we any beeswax? he asked. Yes, said his wife. Wax, a pair of horns, some feathers, and my spear. That's what I want, and you must help me to dress up. Oh, ho, laughed Kalulu's wife. This promises to be fun. 
There are some fine Turaco feathers and you must have red earth and white clay to smear on your face and chest. We will make you look extremely fierce and frightening. And then we shall see how brave Leopard really is. The sun was sinking as Inyalugwe the leopard left the village grain store and set off towards the track that led up to the rocky hillside where he lived. He was well pleased with himself, for his basket was full of corn and he had enjoyed his day and had been greatly amused at the alarm his presence had caused in the village. How the chickens had clucked and squawked. How the goats had bleated. One young kid, at whom he had snarled, had looked as if he would die of fright. Really, very funny it had been. The path wound uphill and across a gully strewn with giant boulders, a dark and sunless spot where no one save a few snakes cared to live. Sound echoed queerly and there was always something sinister about the place. Unconsciously, the leopard quickened his pace, and hurried round the corner of one of the great rocks. As he did so, a blood-curdling cry echoed up and down the gully. Nyolugwe's heart missed a beat, and then seemed to stand quite still. For there, in front of him, stood a most fearsome figure. Its face bore hideous markings of red and white. Its head was adorned with horns and feathers and a pair of rabbit ears. It carried a spear and advanced on a new lugue with wild leaps and yells. For a moment, Leopard was so paralyzed with fear that he could not think or move. Then, as the thing was almost on him, he gave one screech, dropped his basket of corn, and bounded up the rock and raced away. The thing sat down and laughed. It laughed until its sides ached. It laughed until the tears ran down its painted face. It laughed until it felt quite ill. Then, it picked up the basket and trotted off home, chuckling all the way. Next day, Kalulu's wife set out to return the basket and had not gone far when she met the leopardess. Oh, began the leopardess, such a terrible thing happened to Nyolugwe yesterday as he was coming home. He was attacked by a fearsome monster in the dark gully. Of course, he fought it with the greatest bravery and drove it away, but he was quite exhausted when he got home. And naturally, he lost his basket of corn in the fight. Is it not a shocking thing? She paused. Why? Mrs. Rabbit, surely you are not laughing? Her voice was stiff and haughty. It is no laughing matter, I can assure you. (laughs) Oh, but it is, wailed the rabbit's wife. It is very funny indeed. You see, it wasn't a fearsome monster that Inyalugwe met in the dark gully. It was Kalulu, who had dressed up for fun. See, here is your basket. Kalulu told me how scared Inyalugwe was, and how he had dropped it in his fright and had run away. My, how it made Kalulu laugh. Oh, for shame, Inyalugwe never ran away? 
The leopardess was trembling with indignation. How dare Kalulu dress up and frighten Inyalugwe? It's disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. And how dare he laugh? And you too, I shall go and tell Inyalugwe about this at once. Swish went an angry tail and every whisker bristled with rage as the leopardess turned and hastened home. And when Inyalugwe heard her story, he foamed at the mouth. He lashed his tail to and fro. He stamped up and down, stopping every now and then to sharpen his claws against the trunk of a tree. And anyone could see that he was wishing that the tree was Kalulu the rabbit. Inyalugwe was furious. Just let me get a hold of that rabbit, he snarled. I'll thrash him for this. The insolence of the creature. He thought it funny, did he? He laughed, did he? Laughed. At me, Inyalugwe. Oh, I'll give him a thrashing he'll never forget. I'll teach him a lesson. Now, it happened that a bee was passing as Inyalugwe uttered these threats. And since the bee was a friend of Kalulu's, he buzzed straight off to warn the rabbit of the leopard's intentions. Kalulu was very grateful. And just in case leopard did mean what he said, Rabbit at once made plans to outwit him. First of all, he arranged for a trap to be dug on the path that led to his home. And then he paid a hurried call on his friends, Inyati the buffalo and Njobvu the elephant, to ask if they would give him their help. This they were delighted to do, especially when Kalulu promised them each a honeycomb. And they listened carefully to the rabbit's instructions and then proceeded to carry them out while Kululu went off, smiling cheerfully to look for a strong, long rope of wild vine. Let's pause there, because I'm sure you're very sleepy, and those eyes are drifting off to sleep, and it's almost Christmas. Merry Christmas, Conrad. We'll pick up the story another time to find out what happens when Inyalugwe meets Kalulu again.